Welcome to Book of Engine, everyone. Well, here we are. It's a sad week. It's, uh... <sighs> I posted uh, earlier. I said, well, like, poof, all of a sudden, we forgot about coronavirus because nobody is talking about the coronavirus. And uh, unfortunately, you know, the, the sad thing happened between those cops and the person of color and I, I don't even know why we're even doing that like it, a person got killed in front of cameras and obviously this man has some sort of a mental issue now the cops surrounding him could have done something all these things have been said all these things have been said and then we're out on the streets and protesting protesting is fine but then looting and breaking things, then you become a public enemy. It's that simple. And I look at videos, all I see is 20-somethings, young kids, you know, maybe high school graduates. And believe me, I did these things. I absolutely did these things back in Turkey because these riots or protests are a dime a dozen in Turkey. You're protesting everything. If you go back exactly seven years ago, uh, there's a movement called Gezi Park and everyone, you know, my generation of folk just rose against the government. Now, as vandalizing rose, the government used forces, pressure, you know, plastic bullets, pressure water. Uh, people got hurt, people got gassed, people got probably killed too. I'm sure some people died. Now... In these gatherings, in these riots and whatnot, there's, there's, there are no good results. There has never been a good result. Uh, people are posting, oh, you know, uh, they talk about Dr. King and his uh, peaceful approach to change. They killed Dr. King, essentially, eventually. And their walks, their peaceful walks were... Uh, welcomed with clubs and dogs let's not forget that so he did it peacefully but the retaliation was different now we're going to talk about racism and uh the, this this will to hate a human because that human belongs to a different group is not limited to United States. Racism is what's happening in United States. But if you go to Middle East, if you go to Turkey, just based on your um, religious sect, you can harbor hate towards the other neighborhood or towards the other group. This is We do not need skin color to hate each other. So if anybody thinks that one day, if we become all acceptable towards any skin color or any race, the hate is going to go away. No, the hate is not going to go away. The hate is going to be there. And here's a good reason why I am so sure that the hate is going to be there. First off, the media is going to be there. The media gets paid quite a bit when these things happen. And... They they thrive on these hellish things. Look what they did during uh, the pandemic. All they did is pumped panic and fear into people's hearts. And now 
they're stoking this fire while young ones are out there uh, protesting. Obviously, uh, provocation happens, and they are there are some setups. You you watch videos of people uh, filming white folk vandalizing in the name of black folk, and black folk are saying, "Hey, don't do this. Do not do this," because they're gonna think we did this. So who benefits from this chaos? Somebody does. Someone always does. Change means opportunity. Chaos means bigger opportunity. And in this environment, can you stay in your lane? Because it's so easy to be affected by your environment. It's called assimilation. And the, the, the verb uh, or the, the concept of assimilation is often being used wrong, in my humble opinion. I'm not a linguist, but I speak many languages. And at school, they talk, they talk to us about assimilation. Assimilation is if you move from one place to another with your tradition, with your background, with your history, with your worldview, and then the new group starts, like you get, you get influenced by the new group that you're involved with, and gradually your previous tradition and thoughts and worldview diminishes, and you start to adapt the groups um, worldview and their tradition and their value system and you watch this on social media the shift the people um are so mad and i think there are reasons to be mad obviously it's horrendous things are being done and uh both both ways horrendous things are being done towards uh people of color by some bad crook cops that's a fact but that doesn't mean the entire police force is bad. Thinking that is an absolute madness. It's, it's absolute madness because um, I'm often speaking with the local police because we do have the homeless uh, issue as well. And my every interaction, even when I receive a ticket for something, my interaction with the police has always been positive because Either I'm getting a ticket or I am seeking help. There's got to be this particular conversation that needs to be had. Now you got to think about the police, that that man's or that woman's situation. Every day you wake up and you're, you, you're in the line of fire. Potentially things can go very wrong. Depends on where you live and how you live. So before you talk trash about cops why don't you go see if you can go ride with them for a day let's see if you can handle that no it's easy to be a desk philosopher and tell hey they need to do their job like this they need to do their job like that it's easy and that comes from being uninformed and vocabulary is a very tricky thing because what happens is we gain vocabulary all these big words sometimes without the knowledge without the experience without the wisdom i get into these facebook tussles as some of my some of you might know and people use these like really chewy words just to like 
say, hey, I know how you are. You don't know shit about me. You don't know anything about me. You don't know anything about the other person. Most of you, we're, we've never even met physically. We've never been in the same room physically. Thousands and thousands of people. It is gut-wrenching to see how also you get affected, you get assimilated by this behavior. Just today, a childhood friend of mine, someone I protected from bullies when we were little kids, decided to delete me because he thought I was being insensitive by saying, oh, now all of a sudden we forgot about the pandemic. Poof, it's just gone. That was the post. And he told me how my post is offensive and he's deleting me. God bless him. God bless him. I had not seen this guy for like decades. Decades. But I have not changed. If I see him in trouble, if people were bullying him right now, I'll still jump in. If somebody's bullying you, I'll still jump in. Because that's the right thing to do. And the battle with assimilation, like I've been assimilated, like I had my Turkish ways and I lived in America long enough to let go of some of the Turkish ways because the Turkish ways don't work here in this society. But I kept some of my Turkish ways because that is my core truth. That is the value system I cherish. And I like to think the value system I hold up high is universal. Like when I walk into a room, I choose to acknowledge everybody that's in the room. Doesn't matter whether it's the president or the janitor. Just making sure that I acknowledge everyone because I don't know everybody. So chances are I may need someone's help in that environment. That's why I acknowledge all of them. It's, 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 a, it's a human thing. It's the best way to progress, best way to collect people. You go into a room, you say hello to everyone just in case you may need their help in the future. And they might need your help by saying hello to everyone. You are, um, you are proving them that you're accessible. They can come to you and they can tell you a thing or two. Here's the thing though. We abuse the part where we tell things to people. When we, we just want to be heard when we're whining and you know that cliche among women, we just want to be heard. We don't want men to fix our problems. And then men's, I guess, initial reaction, I'm guilty for it, that there's a problem, let's just fix it. Because then you move on, you get to move on. But current culture loves harboring, making a pain stew, making a... Um, stew of miserable things and just you, you have to cry with me you have to feel my pain no you got drunk you ran across the field you fell you broke your arm i don't have to cry with you i reserve every bit of chance and every bit of right to laugh at your dumb ass for getting drunk running across the field and breaking your arm 
at least for three minutes. Then I gotta come and check to see if you're bleeding or you you need hospitalization or not. But the, you cannot take these things away from people. And we completely lost our sense of humor because we're so worried about being accepted. On Facebook, I have people who I see face to face in different occasions. And one of them even threatened me with, oh wait, karma is going to be a bitch when you know you are in hardship. Is that something that you really pray for? That you want to see me in hard, hardship? What makes you think I'm not in any hardship? As far as the pandemic goes, that affected me as well as it affected you. Watching that man getting killed under the knee of a cop affected me as well as it affected you. Could I have run into that bad cop for some reason? and end up under his knee, that's possible. How can you say that karma will tell in you? And what is it, what is karma? Like there's this bass player who won't leave my uh, page alone and he's always like teaching me things. Like this is how it's, it is, you're wrong. He probably thinks I'm a Trump supporter. He probably thinks I'm a homophobe. He probably thinks I'm alt-right because this is just some sort of like West County Bay Area pussy shit. This is just, it, it, it's nothing less than that. And it's amazing. The, the, the power of pussy, right? We got to talk about that. The power of pussy. Pussy is persuasive, right? If, if, if pussy is involved, people want to get to it and they do things that so they can get to it. And pussy knows this power, so pussy does everything in its power to manipulate the situation so pussy can get what the pussy wants. I see a pussy coming from miles away. And... All these people who show up and say, well, you'll see, you'll see. Dude, what the fuck am I going to see? You're a bass player. I'm a bass player. What is it going to be? You're not going to hire me? Is that what's going to happen? Why, why would there be two bass players anyway? Or you're, gonna don't, you're not going to call me for your $50 a night subbing gig? I'm okay. I'm okay because I have multiple endeavors that I'm chasing after. All my eggs aren't in one basket. Someone taught you that. Someone taught you that. Someone said, hey, put all your eggs in one basket and, and look what happened. Are you a great person? Are you a great individual in your art and in your craft because you put all your eggs in this? Not by my opinion. I don't look up to you as a bass player. I'm not wowed by the way you play. I'm not even wowed by the songs you picked. But then you're going to just sit there and go wave your finger at me? Fuck off. Fuck off. That's all I got to tell you. Fuck off. You can go fuck yourself. Why don't you speak to me like that when you see me face to face? You can't because you are a pussy. And then another indication of like beginning of the uh, corona pandemic, right? Right before the stay at home uh, procedure was put in place some theater dude started like yelling at me because I was making fun of the stay at home procedure. Why wouldn't I? Why can't I? You know? And today, 
as the numbers indicate, I think people who don't feel safe, they can stay at home. And people who want to go out, they should go out and live their lives. But as Californians, right, I bet you there are a bunch of people like praying right now, like all these gatherings and like uh, not being part of it. Some jackass said, oh, well, did you guys see everybody's using masks and absorbing the social distancing? Man, everybody's touching each other. Everybody's touching each other. You can wear the mask all you want. Masks now are like a legitimate way to hide your face versus if it, if like, let, let, let's say if everything was normalized, like normal as we know it, and you show up to a protest, you wouldn't need a mask if you weren't going to do something illegal. You would just stand there, you know, put your fist up in the air or whatever, wave the flag that you want to wave bring your dumb sign that probably has some vulgar language that's not even going to get you anywhere. Who's going to listen to you? Who's going to listen to you? But then now it is legitimate to have a mask on. Now you think you're invisible. And then which, which makes you think that you can do more dumb shit with it because your face is hiding. Same thing applies to social media. You're hiding behind some avatar, behind an electronic interface to, to do whatever the dumb shit you think you can do. But let's put each other, I challenge anyone who listens to this, let's sit at the table and whether you agree with me or disagree with me, as long as you bring joy to the table, because I'm not going to listen to you if you're just going to come and uh, use uh, vulgar language to describe me. I'm not interested in that. I've heard it all. I've heard it all. I'm not interested in all that. You can go fuck yourself. That's my attitude. Because I don't care. I really, really don't care about what you think of me. Because you don't matter in that sense. What you think of me doesn't matter in my life, my day-to-day -day life. These are the people that are important. My partner, my daughters, my baby mama, my mom, my sister. That's it. End of that list. Everybody else is just, you know, we. it's a transaction. It's a transaction. And if you're a close friend, of course. What you think of me as an outsider that I don't even see you every day, you never came and sat on my dinner table, what you think of me is nothing but bullshit. It's your mental masturbation. Know your place. But because you don't know your place, you just get out there and do dumb shit or you sit behind the keyboard and do dumb shit. What are you going to do? Again, what are you going to do? If I don't play... In another musical where it's all like grim and there's no joy in it, I'm fine because there was a point in my life I was doing lots of musicals and dealing with a bunch of people and nobody shows up to these things with joy and we're like our product is joy. As musical players, as, as players, as actors, as directors, the, the, the uh, stage people, our product is supposed to be joy. There's a lot of pain out there. We're there for them to like kind of get away from that stuff, but none of us possess joy. 
How can you how can you come up with something good in that? Everybody just comes in with their massive ego. Everybody's like so concerned about how what others think of them because they lack self-love. They don't believe in themselves. They don't and like I acted in a musical where one actor the entire length of the show like however many weeks we did it he just like sat in this one corner and concentrated for three to four hours at a time first i thought what the fuck do i know about acting perhaps this is the way to do it i respected that then i'm like hold on man you need four hours four days out of the week um some days two shows that's what? Four, eight. If you have two shows that day, uh, 12, and then another four hours, 16 hours you're going to stare at a wall just to come out, do your two-minute shtick to run away and go, how was it? How was it? How was it? I don't know, man. Did you have fun? Because what you're doing is supposed to be fun. You're singing and dancing there. Did you have fun? I don't, it, from where I'm sitting, you don't look like you're having a good time. And here's the problem with a place that hates joy. A place that hates joy hates the person who has joy in that environment. If you look at me, I don't care. I really don't care. There is nothing outside of this, this, this household there's nothing you can take away from me to bum me out. I'll climb out of it. I'll climb out of it. I've seen it all. I've seen death. I've seen firing. I've seen uh, being ostracized because I spoke up my mind. I've seen it all. Here's what happens. As long as you're breathing, as long as you are inhaling, as long as you have air in your lungs... You can do better and chances are you can run into better people that will enhance your life rather than drag you down with their fucking misery. But we are so programmed to find and cling on to shit that is miserable. Thus, watching TV. What? Like, there's a, just know, in your environment, there's at least like five people out of ten who watched that man die under the knee of that cop over and over again. I watched three seconds of it. The second the guy said, I can't breathe, the title was enough for me. I'm like, I don't need to sit here and watch this man die. I don't need to sit there and watch that man die. The title says, he died. That's enough for me. There are people who go back to that video over and over again. They sit there. They like this is this is like you know how they say is art reflection of life or is life reflection of art. I butchered it, but you know what I'm talking about. There are movies out there that's addressing this. Like Hunger Games, if we go popular culture, what is it? Bunch of citizens sit around and watch a bunch of other citizens kill each other. We thrive on that, man. 
We thrive on that. And say, in however many years, when we sit there and watch uh, UFC fighting, but at least, you know, both parties are willing to get into that fight. They prepare for it. They're, they're, they're skilled, too. You're not sending some random people and then watch them get killed. This is you. This I'm telling you. You do this. You you thrive on this thing. So you know how um, like super fit people do videos and they say, "Hey, you need to you just get strong and make sure you eat good stuff and you exercise well and all that stuff." So you have a healthy body. To have a healthy mind, you need to put healthy food in your mind. All you're doing is putting garbage and you're mad at something. That's wrong. You're not mad at the right thing. The first thing you need to be mad at is yourself. The way you consume things. The way you conduct things. Once you do that, you take a good hard look at yourself and you start fixing things in that. Bit by bit. And I'm telling you, long before you tell other people how to live their life, what pronoun they should use or what should they cry and what should they laugh at, you need to know what you should be eating what you should be consuming. And I can guarantee you, there's plenty of work there. There's plenty of time you can spend there. Here's another episode of uh, Book of Engin. Don't believe the hype. Don't, you gotta be stay cool. This is the time to stay cool. Stay really, really cool and calm and collected. And being calm and collected is as a result of being knowledgeable. Consuming some information and weighing that with a, with an objective eye. Listen to everyone. Listen to arguments that are opposing yours. To see how why do they uh, defend that that much versus why you're defending yours this much. And yeah, why wouldn't you dismiss someone just like that? Just because of what they thought. Because... You're okay with watching someone getting killed over and over again on the video. My name is Engin Yeshiliamish. This is Book of Engin. Please subscribe. Bye-bye.